Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 11th. 2022 strong hand it's been a while has it long term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin be a unique piece fitting in is overrated this is only the beginning personal responsibility is a new counterculture golden age of the 2020s confident decentralist bitcoin is the next bitcoin in motion this is where the big boys play and of course, and of course, offended by selling. All right, real quick. Hello, my elite friends. How you doing? Uh, I want to say happy birthday to someone very special this uh, uh, Saturday, uh, a 12th birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, you know who you are. So, so much to cover here. Uh, I haven't done a live one Bitcoin show for a while. I was just did some shows with Juan. It's linked to below, disruptmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter. We have a lot to cover. So play this at 2X. Skip around if you're watching this tape. If you're watching this live, ask me questions. You can do a super chat, type in Bitcoin Meister. You got to do something to grab my attention. And follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I want to thank... Marco Esquandoles, he put us over the top and allowed this show to happen. And we own, and also thanks to him and some other guys on list, we only need $74 for the next one Bitcoin show. Henry Law, Towers Comics, DJ Seafair, and Accidental Tourist. Okay, so I haven't done, have I done a live show since the Juneteenth crash? Juneteenth is a holiday in, in the United States now, June the 19th, and a few days before it. Oh, panic was in there. The third party holders of uh, of various cryptocurrencies were being liquidated. They didn't really have the Ethereum they said they had or the whatever, all these, these wacky uh, altcoins they said they had. And people uh, had to uh, sell their Bitcoin. Well, they didn't have to. They didn't have to get into third parties. And it was a bloodbath. Now, I talked about this with Juan. I've talked about it on Twitter. For all of you that are saying, oh, Adam, where have you been? I, I haven't been. I mean, I'm in Boise. I like Boise. Uh, I, I was in Denver for the uh, Bitcoin Day event. I was in Charlotte. But I've been on the Internet every single day. I'm on Twitter every single day. Don't be an algorithm slave and wait for YouTube to tell you what to watch. Don't be an algorithm slave and wait for Twitter to tell you what to watch. I'm there. I'm tweeting every freaking day. So pound that like button. All right. So I've been giving you my thoughts about this uh, situation. And again, look at the the tape videos that I've had uh, also besides my tweets. And yeah, it it went below 20,000. That was very unexpected, but massive liquidations, a massive panic and people uh, there were entities out there adding to the panic, saying, well, maybe Coinbase will go down next. So who else does it really you know, control your own private key? That was the, but would, would the Juneteenth crash? That's what I'm going to call it. Okay. Would it really, 
should teach some of you long-term thinkers out there and people who've been following me for a while that holding all these years, holding Bitcoin all these years, it's not luck, okay? It's a skill, all right? It's not easy. Look at all the weak hands that panic sold, okay? It went down like $17,500. And at $19,200, if you're following me on Twitter, I bought 0.3 more. Pound that like button and write, what's it right now? 24,000. I don't know. It, it could still, you know, if, if enough rumors start again, if some wacky macro craziness happens, yeah, we could still, we're not out of the woods yet. But again, it just shows you, it's, it, don't let people, this is not when people say, oh, you're just lucky that you held on. And I'm here to point this out. When it's back at uh, 60,000, because 69,000, Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. People be like, again, it's you're, you're, it's all luck. You got in early. It's luck. It's like, This isn't luck. We're living the non-luck. So for all you non-lucksters out there, you are elite. You did not sell when so many people sold. Now, I see people are in the chat, so I just want to see what they have to say. Uh, and again, ask about any of the current events that have been going on. What do we have here? Uh, Bitcoin Meister, pound that like button for the Bitcoin Meister mustache, says spine ticks. Yeah, it was recently uh, the three weeks in Judaism um, between the uh, 17th of uh, Tammuz and Tisha B'Av. And you're not supposed to shave then. So I like had a beard and I decided I want to just keep the mustache. I'm going to Bend, Oregon in a few days. That's my next destination. Bend, Oregon. Again, people are saying nice stash. Dudes, it is – come on. Come on, dudes. It's it's. It, pay attention to the freaking content. You guys are smart guys, smart men. Don't, don't be a don't be a soap opera woman, okay, and like, like care about my mustache. <laughs> I mean it's – it's to a point, it's, it's somewhat ridiculous. Again, I, I always say, you know, pay attention to the content uh, and no fancy sets and graphics. The first thing people always talk about is, you know, what you look like and everything – and all of that. All right. So as, as I put my hand through my long hair, and some of you aren't going to be happy to know that my Baltimore, uh, uh, first of all, I'm not going to be back in Baltimore until Rosh Hashanah. And my barber has moved. Something is up with my long-term barber. So I better be able to get a haircut then because I'm going to really need it at that point. But I'm sure many of you, will, if I do some live shows, and I'm live on Clubhouse right now. I don't know how this darn thing works. I, you know, this Clubhouse thing, but I got it set up too. Maybe some of you are hearing me on Clubhouse go over there too. Yeah, Bend, Oregon has great nature. It's very expensive to live in, apparently. I don't care about that uh, because I have Bitcoin. <laughs> and uh, and that, that actually leads me to another topic. Uh, those of you interested in my travels, I think I'm going to do some shows just talking about each city I've been in, why it's better than another one on a certain level. What if you're if you're a Bitcoin traveler, why it's good, um, why it's safe, why it's not safe. I, I have recorded clips in every city I've been in, and I'll tell you which city I think is the best. And then you can pay me 20 bucks if you want to know which Airbnb I stayed at. So you can do for over 12 months, you can live the cheap lifestyle that I live from one Airbnb to another. But you're going to need to know, but you just pay me 20 bucks. I'll tell you which Airbnb is I stayed at. That's that's how we're going to work it. All right. And uh Oh, yeah. UK Bitcoin Master is a little under the uh, weather right now. Skip around, people, if you don't want to hear all this stuff. 
he'll he'll be fine. Don't worry. He's a little under the weather. He didn't have a show today. UK, someone asked about UK Bitcoin Master, a great guy. And so after Bend, I'll be in Bend, Oregon for a month, and then I'm going to Fairbanks, Alaska for a week. Why are you going to Fairbanks, Alaska? For because I want to. I, I want to. Uh, I've never been. I've been to Alaska before. I've been to Anchorage. I've never been to Fairbanks. It'll be way too cold for me. And uh, after that, and then I'll be home in Baltimore for Rosh Hashanah. Uh, then I'll be in Salt Lake City. And then I'll be, uh, after Salt Lake City, I'll be back in Yuma, Arizona, which I love. I, I love a lot. Okay, yeah, live the Bitcoin Meister lifestyle. Pound that like button. And so there'll be a Bitcoin Meister lifestyle uh, show soon enough. All right, skip around. Keep on, uh, let's keep on moving. Juneteenth. So step outside the crypto world and, and way more people out there have the Ben Shapiro attitude. Attitude toward the Ethereum versus Bitcoin uh, issue that we're seeing on social media now. In the Bitcoin bubble, in the cryptocurrency bubble, so many people are getting carried away with the drama that's going on on Twitter. And we're going to address it. I'm going to address it some. People are like, oh, it's so bad for Bitcoin that there are these horrible Bitcoin maximalists that curse everyone, that want Ethereum to be regulated. And by the way, Ethereum should nothing should be regulated. Okay, so I don't like that either. But I'm not here into canceling people. Let the Bitcoin so-called maximalist, Bitcoin inquisitionist, Max Kaiser wackos, let them say what they're gonna say. I don't, but it's not destroying Bitcoin. You guys go outside in the real world. All right. Ben Shapiro is the real world. I give the guy a lot of credit. He talks about Bitcoin. He has Bitcoin sponsors. But something that he always does when he mentions Bitcoin, he says, I own Bitcoin and Ethereum. There is a natural tendency for people to diversify for the sake of diversification. There's a natural tendency for people what that you know, know a bit about a subject matter to want to let on that they know a little bit more about a subject matter. So by adding add and Ethereum, they're not talking about some wacky altcoin that no one's ever heard of. They sound somewhat intelligent to normie land. And he's telling the truth. He does own Bitcoin and Ethereum. He does believe in diversification for the sake of, not major diversification, diversification for the sake of diversification, but Ethereum has already won that war. If you're one of those normies that needs to diversify for the sake of diversification and sound like you're smart to your friends, what are you going to buy? What else are you going to buy? It's the number two. And yes, some people think it'll flip a Bitcoin. Yeah, that's great. All right, you could think that. That's great. Most people, though, we're, I'm seeing these vicious arguments on Twitter from Ethereum maximalists talking about what day is the flipping going to happen? Most people out there, including Ben Shapiro, they don't care about the market caps of Ethereum or Bitcoin. They don't care which one's more. Don't give a darn. Don't give a darn about it. So for all of you that are offended by that argument, you know, and, and, and hateful of, and people who just take it to this level of hate and destruction, like Ethereum maximalists who must destroy Bitcoin, Bitcoin maximalists who must destroy Ethereum, is either one yelling at the other one's a scam, that the other one's going to flip the other one. In the real world, people don't care about it. They don't know about these things. They don't know this is going on. They don't know about uh, crypto Twitter. They, they want to protect their wealth. Ben Shapiro is a smart guy. He wants to protect his wealth. He sees what's going on in the world. He's seen the Canadian truckers. He he understands what unconfiscatable means, uncensorable means. That's what Bitcoin is. 
All right, so there you go. Most people diversify for the sake of diversification. Most people, many people want to sound intelligent and say, and Ethereum, don't be offended by it. Uh, and we mentioned the city videos. Give me some uh, opinions here. Do you want to see the city videos soon? Uh, they'll be shorter. And then I might do them on my backup channel first. Who knows? Okay, so there is a small group of people that want the SEC uh, to regulate Ethereum as a security. They're like, it's an illegal security. Guys, why are you playing in their little sandbox? Why are you, you are you a government C-U-C-K? You're going to go by their rules? What's a freaking security to you? A security is nothing. It's a security is asking for rent, it's rent seeking. You want the government to control something that you don't like so that you can do better for yourself. So you can become wealthier. You're a rent seeker. You're no better than freaking Elizabeth Warren, okay? So, and <laughs> Max Kaiser is closer to a, the is, 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 is similar to uh, 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 Elizabeth Warren, the way he uh, talks about illegalities in uh, of certain coins. I mean, think about that. Think about that for a little bit there. I talked about Max Kaiser in my last video. I think some of you enjoy it. Um, I'll talk about him a little bit more. But, you know, a guy that I respect, Corey Clipston, here's a tweet about him. Uh, all this stems from Co Corey Clipston over at Swan. It's his marketing strategy for his company and all his influencers to parrot the same message. No other Bitcoins advocate for this at all. So they're saying that Corey is, uh, wants the SEC to regulate Ethereum. I don't know if he said that. But I do agree that the marketing strategy of Swan is toxic. I would not have this marketing strategy. I don't, I think he, a lot of people are not going to consider him to be serious with some of the things that he says that uh, just, just his all out, uh, I mean, hate of Ethereum and these altcoins. And he goes off on a stacks. I talked about stacks in my, my last video also. I mean, um, but again, Corey Clipston, Max Kaiser, they're individuals. They are not, there's so many people are like, after the Ethereum, uh, after the Ethereum hard fork, Bitcoin can never recover because of all the social attacks, all the, all the negativity that people like Corey are bringing up. People don't know who the heck Corey is. Most people don't know who Corey is. Guess what? Most people don't know who Max Kaiser is either. All right, that the huge funds that are buying Bitcoin over the years that just want something that's not going to change. The people buying at Coinbase, they don't know who Max Kaiser is. They don't they don't know who they don't know who Corey is either because they're not buying at his uh his place, Swan. All right, let's see what we got some uh, more tweets out there. But I I just I got to say when I hear people at they're going to SEC for telling me what a security is. I don't care what a security is. Why should you shouldn't care what a security is? If you care what a security, you're Elizabeth Warren. I mean, you want Bitcoin to be regulated. You want the UN. The UN wants to keep cryptocurrency away from developing nations. I mean, this, this centralized desire for centralized control. Bitcoin is decentralized. It's a unique beast. It, it, you know, fitting in is overrated. People's desire to fit in to these tribes, 
causes them to go to these extreme levels. I think some of the people who, who start calling for Ethereum to be regulated just want to be the biggest Bitcoin inquisitionist possible. They just want to show I'm the biggest one. I'm the most loyal. I'm the, I'm the most loyal to the tribe. This is not about loyalty, dudes. When you get into blind loyalty, you go down a a, a, a world, a, 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 it, a rabbit hole to fascism, dudes. Come on. All right. So yeah, live the Bitcoin lifestyle. Um, okay, we got, and there is Marco Esquandolez, my buddy. This one's for you, dude, man. And all the other people I mentioned. Strong, ask some questions, dude. Type, you paid for this, man. And again, do a suit. You don't have to do a super chat, Marco. Please, please. You don't do a super chat. You paid for this. Um, and the, 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 you know, all the guys who've already paid, don't, don't pay. Um, again, I, it just, it gets me to do these shows. I don't feel like it's the, in the administration behind doing these shows to set it up, to set up the keywords, to tweet it out, to do just the, the time. It's just not worth my while at all. So that's why I need the hundred dollar incentive. To do, and thank you very much for the people who do it. And it is what it is. I, I bet you, I mention this every time. Yaron Brook, still, he gets $600 a show from his people. And he still says he doesn't know if Bitcoin is really money. <laughs> and that Bitcoin, and he's not a Bitcoiner. He's great on capitalism. That's his strong point. Um, and, you know, putting Yaron Brook out there. Again, if someone doesn't like Bitcoin, you can still learn from him, okay? These Ethereum, I've learned from these Ethereum people, okay? I've learned from what Eric.eth, he hates Bitcoin, okay? He's like insanely, he is an Ethereum maximalist, blind Ethereum maximalist. I've learned some stuff from him. And we're going to talk about the crypto dividend of Ethereum that's coming that he's ripping on, that Eric dude, um, or, but in a second. Bitcoin Mice, this is from 123 Scope. great to see you. Bitcoin Meister, I think a lot of the regulatory framework for BTC gets cleared up in 2023 and we finally get a Bitcoin ETF at the end of 2023. What do you think? I don't care about the regulatory stuff at all. I don't care at all about it. I do think, um, I don't think we're getting a Bitcoin ETF this year. though. <laughs> and so the Bitcoin ETF needs regulatory ap approval from these haters. Um, I mean, it, it could do a lot with, uh, I'll tell you this, if, uh, if what's his face becomes president, uh, governor of Florida, DeSantis, uh, we'll get it. We'll get an ETF by then, but <laughs> that wouldn't be until 2025. I'm not holding my breath on a Bitcoin ETF. I don't want to make predict predictions about it. Um, it. It will be good for Bitcoin. We've been waiting for such a long time, uh, but there've been some backdoor attempts to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think um, I, I do know this, but the uh, Elizabeth Warren has a real shot of becoming president. That is the worst person for Bitcoin. She's the worst person uh, uh, mainstream candidate and, and don't, don't tell yourself, Oh no, it's impossible. She's not going to become president. It was a good shot. Um, probably, I mean, a better shot to Gavin Newsom will become president than her. She's she'll be top three again in, in the Democrats. Uh, all right. Okay. PayPal donation landing your end says uh, surge music cross town. Thank you, dude. If you want to uh, Adam at trezorhelp.com. I believe you can find me at there on PayPal or just email me. We can set it up, dudes. All right, let's let's go back to the script here. Not the script, the list of things. I got a lot of things listed here. Haven't eaten yet. By the way, I've become a vegan. I've been a vegan since uh, February 1st. Some of you know that. It has been very good for me. I, I recommend it. 
I think, again, a lot of you. Oh, whoa. Oh, Michael's in the house. Hey, Michael, can you just spread the word uh, that uh, I'm doing a live show somehow? I don't know. All right, here we are. Now we got other people on here. All right, that's oh, my. Just joined the room. That's. Yeah, well, oh, great. Now, I, yeah, it's, I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't be. Uh, I should be very careful here, Michael. I'm doing it live on YouTube too, so I, I, yeah, say nothing basically. <laughs> uh, I just held, held up some food for the people that are watching this. All right, uh, Marco said, uh, "Have you ever used a 24 uh, word phrase?" Created on a ledger or a 12 word from a trezor on a different wallet. Yes, I have. Um, on the Canadian one, it's pretty easy. Yeah, you just, uh, it works perfectly. What, what's the Canadian one uh, that Rodolfo made? Uh, it, it's, uh, what's the name? I, I forgot it. I forgot all the name of these. Uh, huh? There's someone in the. Yeah, bit. Well, I I shouldn't have done a freaking clubhouse at the same time as this. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I, I try to do two things at once. This is not a good idea. Yeah, whatever. It's uh, the, the one uh, the one that Rodolfo does. Look it up, people. Marco. Uh, that uh, yes. So that's it. It's a very easy thing to do. Uh, I but uh, you know don't go around doing it too much. I don't. You, you you never. Well, again, the way you type in your recovery seed, uh, you never do it through on your keyboard. You could with uh, with Rodolfo's uh, thing. You can do it through the, the device. Uh, oh, but, C next door. Maybe you're talking about C next door. It's, a, it's the one that looks like a calculator. The one that looks like a calculator. Um, cold card. Cold card. Pound that like button. All right, great. All right, let's move on here. Next subject matter at hand. Uh, all right, uh, the. Uh, okay, we talked about the SEC regulation. Corey, we talked about. All right, so this Ethereum uh, proof of work thing that everyone's uh, people are talking about. So I have said for a while that uh, well, September the nineteenth is the day of the Ethereum fork, a day I have been looking forward to, in fact, because I have said during this down market um, that it would help help pump Bitcoin. Sure enough, it is. Now it's going up at a faster rate than Bitcoin. That's to be expected. I don't give a darn. Um, the big the Ethereum people are going crazy because they think there's going to be a flipping and all this nonsense. But for years, the great tone base has said there will be a, a fork that the proof of work version of Ethereum will stay alive. OK, so you get it's like Ethereum classic over again, sort of the guy from China, Chandler Gal. He's been involved in these crypto dividends before forks of Bitcoin. For, you know, he's a miner. The miners want to keep on making money. They know this thing that it's going to be quite an experiment. It'll end up worthless in a few years, of course, but it'll be weird to see all the stable coins on the old one on the proof of work version. If people actually pay money for that stuff, I mean, it's going to be insane. The dumping, I mean, there's predictions it's going to be worth 4% of an Ethereum. <laughs> it is funny, but miners are going to do what they're going to do. Okay. And so the Ethereum people are up in arms. How could anyone continue this? No, this is not going to happen. Already, the exchanges are going to list it. There's nothing that can be stopped now. If you own Ethereum, you're going to get your crypto dividend, your proof of work crypto dividend too. Enjoy it. Turn into Bitcoin. Do whatever you want to do with it. I don't care what you do with it. There is link to below, though, is the official Ethereum uh, proof of work uh, thread, um, Twitter. And also link to below is the Galoi Capital. This dude is an Ethereum guy. Uh, he's a pretty smart guy. Oh, he's not an Ethereum guy. He's a 
hedge fund guy on with it. He talks about all sorts of cryptocurrencies. He's a contrarian and he speaks his freaking mind. He's a unique beast. I respect the dude. Um, a lot of people think it's because of him that this proof of work Ethereum. No, it, this thing was in the cards for a long time. So we got a major event in the cryptocurrency space coming up on September the 19th. Um, people want yield. Okay. So all these people are going to come flocking into crypto. And why do I say people want yield? Well, you could tell people want yield because they gave all their Ethereum and all their altcoins, all their, I don't even know the names of these, this whack off stuff to third, to third party holders. And those third party holders, third party uh, entities went bankrupt. And that's why we had a, a crypto crash, a Bitcoin, everything went down. So now all these people who they won't learn their lesson. They're going to want the yield. They're going to want the third parties to do it for them. They're going to want Coinbase to hold their Ethereum for them. Oh, there'll be news. And of course, the thing to really be ready for is, and this has been in the cards too, it is an attack on, and be a man about it, okay, people? We, we've been living through this ESG stuff for a while. Ethereum will quickly take on the role of, we are the ESG cryptocurrency. Bitcoin is destroying the world. Thus, we are the best cryptocurrency. In, and not all Ethereum people are going to say this, but this is going to be out there. Like Just like that, all Bitcoin people want at the SEC to regulate Ethereum. There, there's going to be a, a vocal minority of Ethereum people who are going to go, you know what, to the walls about Ethereum being the ESG coin and Bitcoin being and proof of work being horrible and uh, for the environment. Get ready, man up about it, compete, don't complain. Bitcoin will prevail. It always returns to its all-time high. It, it will again. Ethereum is going to return to its all-time high also, okay? It's going to end up, we're going to, and I've, I've talked about this before, it's going to, we're going to end up one day, Ethereum, I mean, Bitcoin will be worth $100,000, Bitcoin will be worth $10,000. I mean, blah, 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 blah. I said that backwards. Bitcoin's going to be worth, <laughs> uh-oh, cancel me. Inquisition, take me away. Uh, no, Bitcoin's going to be worth $100,000 and uh, Ethereum will be worth 10% that. It'll be worth $10,000. And, and you know, I've also been saying, there are these, these reactionaries out, out there that are like, oh, look, Ethereum's under five, 6% now. It's ne or under 5%. It's never returning to 6%. Dudes, it's, it's over 7% now. It's been in the cards for a while. It'll get, will it return to its all-time high versus Bitcoin, like 12% of Bitcoin? I don't know. But right now, it's like 7.7% of a Bitcoin. It'll go higher. It'll keep going higher. The hype is out there. The regular normies, NBC News will be talking about it. Andrea Mitchell, or who do, or the, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Ra Rachel Mad Maddow. That guy will be talking about it soon. And, you know, and uh, so it, we haven't seen, we haven't seen the maximum Ethereum insanity uh, but some of the people will be like, well, I'll buy Bitcoin also. It, it'll help them both. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, but it is a major event. Hey, by the way, tomorrow is Friday. Shabbat Shalom in advance. Also, by the way, I tell people not to waste their time on the NFL. It's about to start. Don't waste your time on the NFL. At the same time, I always tell people I have an addiction to uh, baseball that I, because I've been following uh, uh, since I was a little kid, the Baltimore Orioles. I'm from Baltimore originally. Go freaking Orioles. They did the right thing. They traded away who they had to trade away. And now it's like, let those youngsters take it away. I mean, this is the, one of the weirdest things I ever se I've ever seen. I'm a traditionalist. I think having three wild card teams is absolutely insane. Absolutely wrong. But if those are the rules, 
and they can pull it off. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. All right. Back to Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Um, brutal, but true. This is from an Ethereum person. This is one of the Eric said this. I think I linked to it below. It's been obvious for years that someone will try to continue the Ethereum a proof of work. This is the other Eric, not the Eric.eth one. Uh, someone will continue the Ethereum proof of work chain after the merge. I look forward to dumping it on dumb buyers for free money, just like ETC. Maybe that was the, the again, this guy's straight up admitting. I mean, again, for all those people, like, oh, it's going to trick people, trick that. Uh, there are people straight up saying what they're going to do. If you, you I, I don't, for, many of you remember uh, back in my day, um, I mean, before I, I you know, I, 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 there was this thing called the Ethereum uh, pre-sale or whatever in 2014. And if you sent your Bitcoin to an address, you could get this, these numbers and you could get Ethereum one day, whatever that was. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. I'll send $6 to the, a Bitcoin to this address. And I did that. And I, in return, eventually I got 20 Bitcoin, uh, 20 Ethereum for $6. And I still have that twenty Ethereum. So I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dump my, uh, I'll dump my Ethereum proof of work on, uh, on the, on whoever. It, if people gonna take money for it. I'll, uh, you know, whatever it is. If it's, if it's four percent of Ethereum, what the heck? Uh, get, get, get rid of that uh, because it's gonna be worthless eventually. Uh, but, but this guy is, you know, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty nasty the way he puts it. But hey, that's the way it works, dude. Be Bitcoin bold, people. Be Bitcoin gold, bold, bold. You don't need to fit in. You, you don't need to play into a comfortable dystopia. <laughs> you don't have to be a FedCoin fan. Be bold with the Bitcoin. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Don't, don't be defined by what a max, someone else says a maximalist is or what I say a Bitcoiner is. You be bold on your own. You're fitting into groups is just such a nasty, has done so, people's desire to fit into groups. I said it before, it leads to fascism. And it leads to people trying to out extremism. And are we live? We are living in it. This is the worst thing ever. The worst political event ever. The worst thing for Ethereum. About the worst thing for Bitcoin ever. The worst, worst, worst. Oh, dude. You haven't been around a while, dude. Uh, okay. So the tornado cash thing. Um, the, my best takeaway from that, that situation comes from Chris Black. If you have any concern at all that your government may turn on you, then you need to limit or eliminate your exposure to custodial crypto. This includes uh, centralized exchanges, U.S. dollar coin, uh, WBTC, anything that can that can target you or shut you down. All right. So the government doesn't like you doing certain things, and they can come up with excuses. If this uh, if this stable coin was somehow related to uh, this uh, tornado cash at one point, we could get the stable coin to take it away. I mean, th there is some nastiness that's going to happen here. Anything that can be remotely uh, third-party here, uh, the, the, the government, uh, you may think you have something safe. It's not safe It's if it's remotely third-party, okay? And the government doesn't like things that are not uh, under their control and they're going to do anything to get it remotely under their control. So I do not like what is what happened with the uh, with the tornado cash thing. Um, 
I don't like the third parties are now taking your coins that have gone through Tornado Cash that you think you're, you're storing in a third party. All of a sudden, they take it away because the, the government says anything that's touched Tornado Cash, you're uh, like a North Korean now. Be careful out there, people. Be careful. If you're, if you're playing with these mixers and everything like that, make sure you, you got it on your uh, – you got complete control out of, out of what you mixed, all right? All right, so we said, yeah, Coinbase is betting big on staking. Uh, if you're a confident decentralist, you can hate on Coinbase, okay? All right? You can hate on Coinbase. But you you got to say that um, they're going to make a lot of money off the staking aspect of, of Ethereum. And that that should help the stock price. If you're like me, I don't care about stock prices. People, should I invest in the Coinbase? It's the biggest. No, you shouldn't. You invest in the underlying. Always invest in the underlying. It's better to invest in Ethereum than uh, Coinbase. There, I said it. I'm a confident decentralist. This is Adam 2.0 type of stuff, okay? You only know Adam 2.0. I might do a video on this. I don't try to fit into anything out there, okay? When you 2.0 yourself, you go beyond adulthood. It's not something that naturally happens to a person at a certain time. You've got to get so comfortable with your decentralism. You don't have to live in Baltimore anymore. Like I, you know, there was a time when I was like, well, I can't leave my family. I can't leave my friends. People, you, I, can't, I have to be a tree like everyone else. When you 2.0 yourself, you are a decentralist on every level. You don't have to have the same friends anymore. You don't, you don't have to be the same person. You don't have to own a house anymore. You just, you're just same base good person. But you've just 2.0'd yourself. You've just brought yourself up to a new level of confidence where confidence and competence where you don't need the approval of anyone. And so true in, in the Bitcoin space, I love the guys. They don't need the approval of anybody. So why you call me? Say, why are you talking about Ethereum? Why have you dedicated so much of your show? Uh, you've said Ethereum 20 times during your show. You must be a horrible. I don't care. Whatever. Why are you going to Alaska? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Now, uh, yeah, it's been two months since the Juneteenth crash now, too. It's, I, I know some of you who didn't play into the panic of the Drudge Report and all those headlines. You're so darn happy now. You are so darn happy now, right? Um, because, well, you were darn happy then. You understood what a sale was. So, yeah, buying over crying. We were buying over so many people were crying. So many of you are crying right now. So, yes, the name of my life philosophy Confident decentralist. I've mentioned it before. I'll mention it again. There was a ah, there was a, there was a matter that just jumped into my head that I was going to talk about later. What did I just mention there? Uh, something with the staking. I, I don't. I don't know. All right. Yeah, we'll continue to aggressively pursue acts against currency mixers laundering virtual currency for criminals. This is from the U.S. Treasury sanctioned virtual currency mixer Tornado Cast, which has been uh, the launderer of money for U.S. sanctioned uh, Korea. So, I mean, they, they try to attach everything to just these, these evil faraway enemies. You know, mind your own business. You manage your coin, the U.S. dollar, and... Uh, let everybody let the, the private people manage their private money. U.S. got to have a hand in everything. They think they are the financial kings of the world. The federal overreaches. 
aggressive to uh, to say the least. And they're they're hiring more uh, IRS agents. It's uh, totalitarianism. These guys are the anti-innovators. Okay. Privacy, dude. What is this here? Privacy is privacy. Yes, it is. Uh, oh, I know what I was, I was going to say. I said uh, I'd rather own... Um, I've been saying since 2018, you can go back to my old videos. And man, was I right. You can hate me for this, dudes. Because I don't, I'm not a fan of gold at all. I think gold is ridiculous. I see what's going on in the real world. The people who like gold, I mean, they're living in 1962. They think young people want to rock. I know what young people want. In, a, in 2018, I said, I would rather own Ethereum than gold. Was I correct? Ethereum is worth more than an ounce of gold right now. Ethereum is worth more than an ounce of gold. It was worth way less than an ounce of gold back in uh, 2018, 2019, when I would say things like that. People say it was controversial. By the way, some dudes are setting up a 2024 uh, having party in El Salvador. I linked to it below. below. It's on Twitter slash having party MF. Oof, I don't want to be the MF. Brian Jacquelet's 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 is in the house. Um, you just popped up in. So if I missed this topic already, my bad. We'll review it on the pod. But I got thoughts on the SEC issue. Maybe we could chat about it sometime. Liking the stash. Well, yeah, Brian, uh, I don't, I mean, again, I only do shows when we, if we raise another if people want to do a This Week in Bitcoin show where I have guests, that costs $150 to, to do. So if people want to, yeah, not 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 to be a guest, but my regular donators, um, you know, this show I did because I raised $100. Only time I do shows is now when I raise money. You know, people, again, when I was at a, an event, someone handed me $300. So I did three shows that was earlier this summer. So if we're going to do a show, a This Week in Bitcoin show type of thing, that's a little harder. It's $150. Um, and yeah, Brian could be on the show then. Yeah. And we, we could, we could talk about the, uh, why you're going to tell me why it's, I don't think you're, you're going to tell me why, why certain Bitcoiners want uh, people to, uh, you know, maybe you don't know because earlier in the show, I talked about how there are people begging for the SEC to regulate altcoins and stuff. Um, and I think that's just horrible. Now, unfortunately, these targets are easier targets. So there's going to be regulations of altcoins and good for them. They're going to serve as shields for Bitcoin and there'll be less attention paid to Bitcoin through uh, by these sociopaths like uh, Elizabeth Warren. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, the IRS thing is super troubling on a certain level. I, I think it's bad. I think part of it is they just want to give themselves raises and just want to make their bureaucracy bigger. Um, and I think that might be most of it. I hope that's most of it. The, the IRS people are useless government workers, just like most government, all government workers are completely, we don't need them enough. We don't need government workers. It's, it's horrible. Um, and they love to expand their bureaucracy. And the IRS is, they have a harder time expanding because people, you know, really hate them. And this is their chance to expand their bureaucracy. Now, it could be also a chance for the, the federal government to, to really attack their opponents. 
But on the uh, crypto level, don't, I'll, I'll say, don't be an informer. Don't work for the government. All right. It's going to take a lot of informing for these. Um, oh, my God. I hope I didn't spill water on this thing. That's why I made a sound. No, no, I didn't spill water on this thing. All right. Uh, but this, excuse me. But yeah, I think the, <laughs> I hope the IRS hiring spree is just a bunch of, uh, people that don't don't understand the first thing that are just going to be algorithm slaves. And when the IRS algorithm says, Oh, this person should be audited to audit them. No, no, no pro. I don't think I'm hope I'm thinking that most of the people they hire will be completely anti-proactive and will just want to sit at their houses. Because I think some, most federal workers still haven't gone back to work yet because of the virus. <laughs> Pathetic loser. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's troublesome. It's troublesome. On the most base level, the government wasting uh, more uh, hiring, wasting money on government, useless government workers, it adds to inflation. And it's just so Orwellian. They call it the anti-inflation bill when everything about it adds to inflation. <laughs> and we have uh, Twitter covering up for them saying, huh, you're doing a fact check, <laughs> saying that the, the, the right is uh, exaggerating this too much. Yeah, sure. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Next topic at hand, uh, and I want people. What the haters in the world like to do today is make people aware, make people race conscious, conscious, make people class conscious, so that they think of themselves as part of groups, and then they they go to war against the other group, and. A lot of people aren't even aware, you know, being aware is nasty. Being woke in that way just leads you down hatred, uh, leads you down a path of not being productive. I want to make you aware that life is not a zero-sum game. This is not a world of oppressors and victims. And uh, and there are people in the cryptocurrency space who do live that. They, they become altcoin aware where they're like, oh, well. There's, they're our enemy and it's either them or us. No, Ethereum can do well and Bitcoin can do well. Heck, I mean, even Litecoin could, Litecoin could go up in price. <laughs> but the theory, no one's oppressing us here in Bitcoin land, all right? It's not a zero-sum game. Don't, don't become aware, woke, don't become crypto woke and, and treat it like uh, treat it like a war. It's not a war. It's not a war. Everyone can do well. More pies can be created. The pie can expand. Uh, I have a complaint about YouTube. I have lots of complaints about YouTube, but uh, sometimes people leave comments and they just don't show up. And, and I don't want the people thinking I erased the comment. And in my last video, I talked about Iran a little bit and Max Kaiser because Max Kaiser um, worked for Iranian state television in the early, uh, around 2012. All right. If you want to hear about it, go to my previous video. So I have, I have no respect for anyone that works for uh, Iranian state uh, television because it's a mouthpiece for that horrible regime. But a guy named Reza said, R-E-Z-A, and I appreciate this, Reza. He said, hello, Adam. I'm from Iran. 
And I just want you to know that I like you and always respect your thoughts. And I got the message, but it doesn't show up in the uh, comment section. And I want to say something. I respect the people of Iran that are against the regime and understand how horrible, who want freedom. I'm against the regime of Iran. I'm not against the people of Iran. I've met good Iranians, good Persians through the years, okay? Uh, I actually uh, knew a guy in Baltimore whose father actually had something to do with the regime. And um, I told him to get into Bitcoin. He was, well, uh, long story short, this is a very interesting story. The person I knew in Baltimore whose father had something to do with the regime, his Bank of America account got shut down or he wasn't able to, no, no, it wasn't even that. He couldn't transfer money from Iran to his Bank of America account. And I tried to explain to him and he's like, I am getting a lawyer. I'm going to win this thing. I'm just like, uh, get yourself a Bitcoin. He's like, I know about Bitcoin. And this was back like in 2017. Oof. I don't know. I don't know if he won his a lawsuit. I haven't talked to him in a few years. But uh, no, there's some smart dudes in Iran. There's a, I, 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 re- I hope that people overthrow that horrible uh, regime. And I hope Bitcoin plays a role in it. Um, but this guy sending me this message, he might be doing something dangerous. So Reza, hats off to you, man. Hats off to you. And I wish your comment would have showed up. I don't know why. The, the, the algorithm of YouTube might just erase anything that says I ran in it. I, I don't know. Here's a, something I, I pointed out. Stakeholder capitalism. We all know it's not really capitalism. Stakeholder capitalism is an attempt to normalize property theft. All right? Because it is one step closer to the stakeholders are screaming. You know, Klaus Schwab, he's like, yeah, I got something to do with your company. You're a publicly traded company. You need to worry about the, you know, how you treat poor people around your uh, uh, company. So he's saying you don't really own your company. He's stealing. He wants to steal part of your company. That is what stakeholder capitalism is. It is theft. And it helps legitimize some of the worst forms of theft that these woke people want. These woke people want to convince you that there's a race war or class war. And thus the warriors have every white right to own your property. This property is illegitimate because they deconstructed everything to a level where you can say everything is illegitimate. Everything's related to slavery. Everything's related. If you deconstruct everything enough, everybody's uh, is the guy in Germany from the 30s. You could deconstruct. You could find a connection between him because he wiped his tuchless and you wiped your tuchless. You're, you're just like him. You're the member of the National Socialists. That's what deconstruction leads to. It's a complete waste of time. Um, that's why you should be creating. Don't be deconstructing. Uh, construct. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's postmodernism to the extreme. Uh, there is no truth. Uh, and you, you, but stakeholder capitalism sounds real nice. It's capitalism, isn't it? No, it's fascism. It's picking winners and losers. And it, and it, and it gets, it's worse than fascism in, in that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's theft. It's theft at the end of the day. It is, uh, it's, it's, it's one horrible, uh, rent seeking, uh, enterprise by some wacko, uh, named, uh, Klaus and his buddies. Uh, all right. What's this, uh, Udi. Oh, I was going to talk about Udi. Yeah, this is where the big boys play. You can ignore Udi. I think Udi's going down some wacky paths. Uh, and, uh, and you know, th- this is, again, the, the culture. Bitcoin culture matters. Bitcoin culture matters. Some old, uh, 
My mother wants to buy Bitcoin. She doesn't know about Bitcoin culture. She's never been on Twitter in her life. She doesn't know about Bitcoin. Bitcoin culture matters. It doesn't matter. What is Bitcoin? Who defines Bitcoin culture? Bitcoin culture in Nigeria? Bitcoin culture in the United States? Bitcoin culture online? What is Bitcoin culture? It's the same people who say for the greater good. For the greater good. What's the, who defines what the greater good is? It's, some, it's a random uh, concept that people use to uh, gain power over people. Get off of the power trips is what I, I tell people. Um, don't worry about power. You control your own self. You have all the power in the world. You control your own wealth. You have all the power in the world. That's all you need. You don't need to know what party is. is but you know, party politics in the United States now, it's like power at any cost. Lie, cheat, and steal. And that leads you down an unproductive road when you become obsessed with that power like that. And yes, here's the UN uh, tweet. While cryptocurrencies have rewarded some they are an unstable financial asset that can bring socioeconomic risk. Um, the UNCTAD recommends policies, actions to help halt uh, to help halt cryptocurrency expansion in developing cr- countries. You disgusting animals! Um, okay, you write, some, write some white papers about it. If you live in one of these developing countries. Like I've been telling South Africa, as you know, on the border. Well, I mean, I've been, I've been in Zimbabwe. They consider that. I mean, I preached it live in 2016. Uh, don't worry about the UN. Buy your freaking Bitcoin. Lorian Gamaroff was giving away a, a, a $5, free $5 worth of uh, Bitcoin to multiple people at that conference when Bitcoin was worth $700 around Halloween of uh, 2016. Sweet memory. Sweet memories knowing that I haven't so, ever sold a Bitcoin for fiat uh, and that all the Bitcoin I had then, I still have now, baby. And uh, there was a guy who also spoke at that Zimbabwe conference, a Canadian. I mean, he was really, he was a self-hater. He was like, Bitcoin is terrible because all these insiders got in early. It's so unfair that Roger Ver gets to own Bitcoin and these poor Zimbabwe people they, they didn't have the chance to get in early. Meanwhile, Bitcoin was still $700 then. And look what happened to Roger Bear since then. Look what would have happened to a Zimbabwe person who wouldn't have listened to that guy who was crying, that self-hater from Canada. Um, all right, sweet memories. I've got all sorts of memories off the yin-yang here. Yes, for those who are new to the channel, I physically went to Zimbabwe to speak at a Bitcoin conference. And I know Zimbabwe... Knew the guy who started the first Zimbabwe exchange, who now can't be found, I don't think. Tawanda Kembo was a legend. All right. Speaking about uh, in 20, let's, 20, that was 2016. Let's talk about 2018 right now. I was, I tweeted this out. I was there in 2018 to tell you it was a Bitcoin weed out year. And I'm still with a big smile on my face here in 2022 to tell you the same thing about this year. Strong hand conviction pays off nicely, dude. This is this is just a weed out year. And wow, what a lot of people were weeded out on Juneteenth. To me, Bitcoin is already worth $100,000, by the way. All right, six digit round. And the only way I would uh, be willing to part with it is if uh, one of you gave me that was something uh, that was worth $100,000 in value, okay? And I'm not, I'm not doing that 
um, until I actually, you know, I, I need something. All right. I don't, uh, I don't, and I, I don't need anything right now that's worth a hundred thousand dollars. So, uh, again, if you want, if you want my Bitcoin, and if there, and there's something I want, and I don't know what I would want even, you know, you, I'm only giving you, I'm only giving you one Bitcoin if the thing is worth a hundred thousand dollars right now. Now, um, so that's, that's not happening. No one's going to give me something, uh, for, uh, cause they, they got the fiat mindset now. So get, get yourself in that mindset. That'll get your hand even stronger. Um, that probably said, and again, most of you know, I'm not selling a Bitcoin for fiat or getting rid of any of my Bitcoin till, uh, 2024. So I think there's a, there's a price. For, I, I don't, I don't see it getting into, uh, I don't get to see it getting into three digit realm. Uh, I mean, six digit realm. Not this year, not in 2023 either. Uh, all right. Now, I do want to say, oh, yeah. In uh, At the beginning of my trip here, in uh, this is a bullish Bitcoin sign. At the Albertsons, uh, a guy named uh, Sean, random dude comes up to me. He says, you're the Bitcoin meister. So that's the second time that's just randomly happened in a city. I mean, the other time was Miami. Someone was driving by and the guy started screaming Bitcoin Meister at me and he pulled over when I was jogging. Uh, so it's a good sign. Just, um, and I don't do that many videos anymore. A guy, Sean. And Sean, maybe you're watching now. You're a good guy. Strong hand. Boise is the, what an amazing city. Um, what a safe city. I'll talk about that. But if you want, if you, if you know about trendy cities, move, this is the one to move to. It's so safe. People leave their cars unlocked, their bikes laying on the street. The things I've seen here, I think it's like 1957 or something sometimes. Um, it gets hot at, uh, during the the night, the days uh, in July, by the way. It's, it's great though. Otherwise, no humidity for all you East Coast people. Um, all right. So, but Sean was a good dude. Uh, lots of good dudes here. And uh, there's an another fan of mine here. I'm not going to say his name. He's a big Christmas Carol fan. If you're watching right now, dude, you're awesome. All right. Uh, but he, he didn't see me in person this time. Sean randomly sees me at the Albertsons. And when I say the Albertsons, this is the headquarters of Albertsons, so you don't even know which one I'm talking about. I could say the Albertsons on State Street. You still don't know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a few. There's a few around here. All right. Beautiful scenery here. People just being healthy. People walking in, in, in the morning, running in the morning. Oh, it's so nice in the morning here. Cool air. Doesn't rain during the summer. What else do we have? All right. So uh, Bitcoin's worth 100. Yeah, I talked about that. All right. I want to be your crypto matchmaker, not to set you up with some woman. No, if you if you need connections in the in the Bitcoin space, I can consult for you. I can get you in touch with anyone. Tell me what you want. We need more marketing minded people. I'll do some videos about that. But there's just a lot of you that don't have marketing skill, don't have networking skills, especially you're an American. I can get you in touch with everybody. I know everybody. Um, I can teach you how to get in touch with everyone, how to do it over social media. A lot of you need some pushing, need a, a coach for that. Email me at adamatrezorhelp.com if you're serious. 
and you, we, we can set a, a consulting fee. It'll be wor- very much wor- worth your while. You give me a few hundred dollars in Bitcoin. I'll get you in touch with everybody you need to get in uh, for your project or whatever it is. I can even go beyond Bitcoin, uh, you know, crypto, whatever, way beyond, uh, you know, t- teach you some, some uh, skills to, to, to get in. All right, 2024 having. Yeah, it's soon, dudes. Less than two years away. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes, so I have it set up. I can live off my fiat and uh, God forbid, you know, if I, I've got some, uh, I didn't spend all, I've got some fiat in the bank, some extra fiat in the bank that if, if the price goes down again, you know, goes below 19.2K again, when the Meister is buying, you know, it's a sale. Okay. The last time I made a major buy like that was on March 12th and 13th of 2020 when it went down to 4,000 some dollars, 3,000, whatever that, that irrational crash. This was just, just as, uh, but we're still in a period. We're still in a, we're still in a bear market. There's no doubt about it. We've, we've reached a point where you know, no one can deny it, but the, the end of a bear market, you don't realize it's the end of the bear market until the low has been doubled. Last time, December of a 2018 was a low and it took about six months from it to go from 3000 to 6,000. And then you knew that finally it was over. So what were the, again, if we get to 36,000, 35,000, the bear market is over, but it, it's probably going to take six months. And if during that six months from Juneteenth, which is now two months ago, I mean, if there's a rumor about Coinbase being something horrible happening, your, your bear market's continuing. But that moment we get to 36,000, earliest we could possibly get there. Um, I, I think is January. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there. One, we're one day closer to this all being over with. But uh, you can't say the bear market's over until we get to double what the bottom was. And until we get to double what the bottom was, we can get another bottom, <laughs> a lower bottom. So just be comfortable, dudes. It's fun right now. Uh, how about the Ethereum uh People, there's these people that wish the Ethereum merge to fail. If the Ethereum merge fails, yeah, there, there's a real good shot Bitcoin could go below 20K again. Just because of all the rumors and lies that will come out from the Drudge Report and that guy, Rachel Maddow, uh, you know, all the other uh, crypto mommies out there like Elizabeth Warren. You see? Oh, I can't imagine. Just think about what you know, Bitcoin people. For a second, picture this scenario: Ethereum merge fails. What is it, what is Elizabeth Warren going to want to do, and what will she be able to do? What kind of power grab will will she, will she be able to convince her fellow senators and Congress people of if the Ethereum merger fails? Seriously, think about that. That's a serious thing to think about. Will we'll, um, I mean, what will we'll happen? We want a wealth tax on Bitcoin. So look, look at all the people that were destroyed by Ethereum. We, so that was the number two cryptocurrency. Now we have to do this to Bitcoin. I'm Elizabeth Warren. You, I'm the mommy. Look, I'm protecting you from another Ethereum. That's what they'll say about Bitcoin. So think law, all you people who 
who think, oh, it'd be great if the Ethereum merge fails. I think it's I think it's really disgusting to want that to happen because just the sheer destruction that would be involved in that. People's livelihoods. Create, create, build a Bitcoin product instead of wishing things on Ethereum. But this is just something that's popped into my head. What will Elizabeth Warren do if uh, the Ethereum merge, what type of power grab will she be able to pull off if the Ethereum merge fails? And and what will it mean for your life? It'll mean something for your freaking life if you're an American, even if you're not an American citizen. Look at what America tries to do to every other darn country. They'll, They'll join in lockstep, of course. The UN, anything, and it'll, and that could boost her to the presidency. Something like that. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, don't be an envious destroyer. That's what I've been saying this whole video. Uh. uh wait, I just want to put that. I'm writing that down. Right now. Uh. Oh yeah, and they are just the insolvency fake news. That social media, people trying to build their social media clout and just, uh, they want attention. They are just, they are so sociopathic attention seekers. People would just want to make up scary lies about various things being insolvent. And that was going on during that Juneteenth crash. And I know the crash actually happened a few days before the Juneteenth thing, but it was going in the Juneteenth weekend. It was not a good thing. When when there's panic during... Uh, Holiday weekends in America, it's not a good combination. We saw the, the worst of everything. Uh, uh, and he's, uh, all right. Now, where was I here? Oh, if, if you remember in 2018 also, and this is going to be another word of caution, there was a point when we used to talk about the Hoffman line which was the value of Bitcoin, uh, one, one Bitcoin would be worth to be worth a, uh, for the market cap to be a hundred, uh, what was it? A hundred billion dollars. And um, it, it was five, around $5,400, $5,200. And Bitcoin would not go below it throughout the summer of 2018. But I mean, it would get close. And just finally in November, it went to the three thousands and then December it hit its, you know, low, low three thousands, 3,100 was low. So we, in, in the Bitcoin, I just want to get you comfortable that maybe 20,000 is that new Hoffman line. We've been jumping around it. Maybe we're not, maybe the second, the second leg down hasn't come yet. I hope not. I, I, I hope that that Juneteenth thing, that it was different this time. 2018, there were two legs down. 20, uh, 2022, maybe it was just that huge, that was the big flush. And it was different in terms of just the panic and the liquidation and the third party nonsense that went beyond Bitcoin. So, I mean, for those of you that could be triggered to sell, I'm hoping for your sake that that's it, that we're we're going to get to 30, we're going to get to 36 uh, before we get to, and it will never get below a 17.5. All right. And there's a lot of you that say that the United States of America 
or some conspiracy conspiratorial entity has the power and means to you know set prices behind the scenes with a magic cabal and that's what's going on with bitcoin no if the united states government had the the, the power to actually do that they, they would control gas prices first uh, or, you know something that would uh get the normies you know one step closer to being even fatter and loyal to them what, what's it to them to control bitcoin uh, to price, you know, it, it doesn't have, I don't believe in any of this conspiratorial uh, price fixing nonsense behind the scenes, manipulation. You're fine. Scapegoating, scapegoating, scapegoating. I dislike it. Pound that like button. I can't take the scapegoaters. Um, please don't be a scapegoater. No, there's no magic cabal. If you're poor, it's on you, dude. If you, if you got ripped off by a third party, the United States didn't manipulate uh, Luna. All right. United States didn't bring down Luna. It was, it was bad. Okay, the market. All right, it was. It didn't have anything to stand on, and it's your fault if you lost from Luna. It's your fault if you lose from Ethereum or I mean, I mean the Bitcoin. The Bitcoin fiat price went down. The United States government didn't do that. It's your. It's your quote unquote. It's not fault. You're awesome that you held your Bitcoin. Okay. You're awesome that you held on all this time. Um, but it wasn't the United States. Don't, don't, there's no scapegoat. There's no scapegoat. This is what happens. It's a, it's a new, it, it's fiat. One Bitcoin stole equals one Bitcoin. That's the bottom line, all right? And I mean, I'm seeing stuff now, and, and I am so happy that Twitter is not the real world, okay? That most people don't see this. But the mindless tribalism, you suck. You, I mean, people are just straight up saying you suck if you own Ethereum on, on, on Twitter now. It is so mindless. Ugh. It is, and Twitter can be such a the reason I bring up Twitter again, use it as a valuable tool. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be a Twitter hater. I find so so many smart people on there. Uh, I I've linked to a few below here. I met I I name drop some, I check people. And here's a funny one. Coinfessions. Coinfessions, supposedly, you are anonymous people admitting some of the crazy stuff they've done in the cryptocurrency space that they can't admit, you know, they can't come straight up and say or they'll get fired uh, or they'll be hated by their tribe. They'll be scapegoated. They'll be blamed. Uh, I work for a major newspaper company and I've written several anti-crypto articles, two of which have gotten major attention and clicks. I actually own a good stack of Bitcoin, five figures um, worth, I guess. Got to get that bag somehow. God. Now, if this is true, it makes you wonder. I mean, some of the people that are haters out there, you you could describe yourself as anything. And in real life, you might be something completely different. Again, most people, um, they don't believe a word I say about, you know, how, how much Bitcoin I own that, you know, that I'm doing pretty well for myself just because of the way I look. Um, and so that's awesome, man. But you don't know, you don't, you don't really know type of thing. What, what, what a person really is now with me, if you've been watching this show long enough and, uh, you know, some of the times that I was very, very happy. Um, I think, you know, (laughs) I think, you know, what the truth is. Um, but, uh, anyway, so, but no, no, I like this coin fashions. I have no coin fashions. You guys know, you guys know the truth. You, you, You know, the truth. 
anyway. Uh, oh, here's a, here's a tip for you out there. If you ever encounter a great Bitcoin company and you're like, oh, they are just, they're so awesome. Go, go to them and say, hey, I will work for your, your stock. Okay, I will work for your, for, that, that's the first thing you say to them. You're going public, uh, I, I'll take a discount. And maybe say, if you pay me in Bitcoin and um, I'll take more stock options, okay, T- type of thing. That, that's an old school uh, dot-com type of thing. Brings people back to the dot-com days. But remember that. Uh, and contact a high-up person. They, they'll respect you. They will, they will, they'll show that you, that, that's a way to show that you're a true believer in what they're uh, pitching. Now, again, um, well, I mean, a lot of you, and, and, and if you're a young person, you need a job right now. You, you need, you need a job. All right. So that that's, well, you don't necessarily need a job. If you don't want to work for yourself, you need a job. And it's, it's hard to work for yourself at first. Fitting into centralization. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay, let me just erase that. Yeah, Boise is the city of the 2020s. And I'm a guy from the city of Baltimore, the city of the 1820s. I'd rather be in the city of the 2020s than the city of the 1820s. Yeah, yeah, Baltimore peaked in 1820s. It it had some uh, buggy whips were a thing. Yeah. All right. BTC Chris says, I joined late. So maybe you already mentioned but are you going to the Pacific Bitcoin Conference in November? That's a really good question. And that's, um, we, I, well, first of all, the, the real answer is I don't go to California anymore. All right. I think it is so vile. What's, you know, they, that Los Angeles at any moment could have a mask mandate. Ugh. I mean, it, it's just so, Corey Clipston, who I talked about, is from the LA area. So he's the dude who's putting it on. And I really don't think he's learned his lesson. Um, Bitcoin Magazine, they don't, want anything, they don't want anything to do with LA anymore and San Francisco, okay? They tried to have 2020 there. In San Francisco canceled it. Then they tried to have it in LA. And then they were like, we're going to Miami. They spoke with their feet, okay? I'm not here to bail out LA at all. Corey, you're sacrificing yourself for LA by putting this event on there, by living there still. I, 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 I want nothing to do with California anymore until it gets on the right track. I'm in Boise right now. I see so many California license plates. All right. I see so I see California people here. Okay. Definitely. Definitely see California people here. So I, and I want to go to the Pacific Bitcoin conference. Oh, if they offered me a free ticket um, is the only way I would consider it, but I am not, I don't want to validate it. At all. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to validate. It's in November. No, I'm not. I'm not going to it. There would have been, if things were better in LA, it, I, I would, you know, but it's, it's, it's beyond the pale in California now. It's, it's really, really ridiculous. When I went, when I had to be in, to go to San Diego because of my, uh, of health nucleus, uh, to visit, to get my follow-up checkup, after I was at Tone Vase's event in Las Vegas, a good event that I would advise people to go to, unconfiscable Tone Vase's event. But I had to go into, I had to enter the state of California. I didn't want to do it. I, I was only in San Diego for three, three hours. I got 
I, and then I got out as quick as possible. Major traffic in San Diego. I didn't stop. And I, I got as little gas as possible. It was 560. And when I crossed in the Yuma, it was four. What was it? 380, 390 or something. It was so ridiculous. The difference. Was it? Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. It was 390 versus 560. It was so, it was horrifying. And that's just one thing. So, no, I, I'm not... I'm not sanctioned. I'm not showing any support for California. I hope he puts on a good event. And the other thing with Corey, I don't want. I don't want to go to an event that it's going to be a Bitcoin Inquisitionist event. I'm not going to a Bitcoin Inquisition. And Corey has been a very has been a major player in the current Bitcoin Inquisition that's going on. So there's my my take on it. And I know he's a good guy. I've had him on the show before. I'm not going to scapegoat the guy. I know he's got good in him, okay? But some of the things that he's been doing lately, I strongly disagree with. And uh, there, there, there's my take on it, BTC, Chris. California people, I don't know why you live there. You, that is an attack vector. It is such, being, going from one place to another, I don't have the, I don't own a house. It's so great. But to own a house in California is the worst of the worst. That is, that, that's the worst of the worst. You have your job, your family, your house. I mean, you are, oh, I can only imagine sending your kid to public school and, and owning a house in, in California and working and, and working for an employer. You know, all the all the bureaucracy you have to go through. Now, I, I, they shouldn't have that event there. There shouldn't be any Bitcoin events. It, I do love, I mean, we would have never dreamed in 2018, Silicon Valley was the center of cryptocurrency in the United States, okay? That it has been come so decentralized since then, partially because of California's insanity and partially because of Miami really stepping up. No one would have said in 2018, oh yeah, Miami will be more important than, uh, or just as important as Silicon Valley in terms of uh, Bitcoin. I mean, no one would have said anything. Who would have thought such a thing? So who knows what in 2016, I hope it'll be more decentralized. I hope every city. Um, that that's uh, I, I don't I don't think there should be a capital of, of Bitcoin in the United States uh, or a cryptocurrency or anything. As the state of California was, there was no doubt about it in 2018. And now look at it, Bitcoin Magazine. You know, and Bitcoin Magazine is going to have their event in Miami in May. Yes, it will be again in Miami, three years in a row. Well. Let's. Uh, the first year was in Miami, then Miami Beach last uh, 2022 and 2023. Miami Beach is actually separate than Miami. I'm not going to get into all, the, the, all that stuff, though. I actually want to end this show pretty soon. It's been over an hour. Uh, oh, this is a good one. No, no, no. And what I said about Max Kaiser before, he is closer to being Elizabeth Warren than he is being a confident decentralist. And I, I seriously mean that. The way he wants to destroy things to be destroyed and talks about the SEC and regulation and uh, illegality. He's closer to Elizabeth Warren than a confident decentralist. And people don't pedestal the guy. Don't pedestal the guy. Uh, and in general society, I think 20 percenters, a lot of 20 percenters have evolved over the last few years. While Ooh, 80 percenters, 
higher percentage of them have devolved and just become, and what I mean by devolved, they literally become little kids that uh, depend on the government and need a mommy to tell them what to do. And no, not all 20 percenters are perfect in this regard. A lot of them are statist, but whoa, there are plenty of 20 percenters that have evolved in so many ways. And I, I've, I've evolved. I, I've, uh, I further, uh, elevated my Adam 2.0 status. I hope you have too. But general society, 80% are, woo! You say you want a devolution. So here's a, one tweet that I'm going to uh, end with. Uh, and wow, I had a lot more to say. I just, I wrote, I've written down so much on this little notepad since I've done my last show. And it's sad, I'll never get to everything. But here's a tweet from one of those Eric dudes that's an Ethereum guy. There's no rule saying crypto has to be one-to-one correlated to traditional financial markets. Don't get caught off guard assuming this. So for all you freaking traders out there, oh yeah, Bitcoin will always be uh, correlated with the uh, stock market. It is till it isn't. I mean, there was a time Bitcoin was correlated with gold. It is till it isn't. And then it is again. This thing is over the long term. Bitcoin is totally uncorrelated. Sometimes it gets on these correlated, uh, it's like it has Tourette's. It gets stuck on something for a while, <laughs> but then it just jumps off. And uh, don't bet, don't bet your wealth on it, dudes. Don't bet. I mean, people are like, it's just the tech stock now. It's just the text. There is no rule saying that it's just the tech stock now. Really, remember that long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Everybody, uh, let me just make sure no one has any other questions. Uh, that's it then. Uh, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel. Most importantly, uh, yeah, I think we could. We Bitcoin doesn't beg for regulation. I think we covered that. Um, it doesn't need regulation. Uh, all right, Tay International said I should have done drove through Boise on my way back east. Tay International is a good dude. I saw him. Uh, He's doing some good things. Pound that like button, everybody. I'm out of here. About to have my uh, vegan meal, of course. Thank you so much for the support. Seriously, tweet this out on Twitter. TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T, is very important. Shabbat Shalom tomorrow. And happy birthday again to uh, someone who's turning 12 years old, a very special 12-year-old. This uh, birthday is on, on the... Saturday. It's on Saturday. Shabbat Shalom. It'll be a Shabbat Shalom for that one. Bye-bye, everybody. Oh, get shirts like this linked to below. Bye-bye.